Now, remember, a lot of Cam Jordan's years was he was beating double teams and getting sacks. You know, if Curl steps up and keeps doing what he's doing, that might open some stuff up for Cam Jordan, too. Here we go. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Cam's age, and, and and I'm not pushing him out the door by any stretch. He's one of my favorite players to watch. But as a head coach now that you're in this position and, you, and you're going through this, when a roster starts to get a little bit older, how do you figure out gauging, you know, a guy still, as you mentioned, Cam still has this much left in your mind, gauging between we have to try to maybe flip this and get younger in some aspects, but we still want to value what this guy brings because you have – a lot of those type of players that still bring a lot to the table. How do you gauge that? Yeah, look, I think it's a delicate balance, you know, because um, not only do these players, I'm talking about guys like Cam Jordan, I'm talking about guys like Tyron Matthew, I'm talking about guys like Mm -hmm. Demario Davis. We're speaking specifically on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Look, they can still play, uh, and they can still Mm -hmm. play at at a winnable level. Um, and it's all those other intangibles that they can bring to your football team that don't necessarily always show up on the stat sheet, um, but they, mm-hmm. they, they show up in terms of the culture and, and, uh, and the way you go about doing things. And so, look, it's a delicate balance, and it's hard because, you know, these guys have been such great players for such a long time. Uh, that's, that's the challenging part of this business, but uh, as long as they can play and play at a level that allows us to be able to win, uh, then, then, uh, I think they're valuable pieces to our team. Yeah. Hey, I think, uh, I agree with a lot of what Dennis Allen said right there. Um, the, the saints and that's, that's what we've talked about over the last couple of years is that the saints team, the core of the team are older players which which is why I always talk about the window. The window is something that they presented to us. They said, and I'm holding them to what they originally said because they like to slide from up under it, that originally it was a window that the Saints had to operate within, which was a three-year window, to take it full advantage of some of these older players, Tyron Matthew, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan. You got guys like that done on the other side of the ball. You had guys like Michael Thomas. You had guys like Tyra, uh, like Taysom Hill, stuff like that going on. So you have these older guys that are core members of your team that you need to take advantage of the window because they're not going to always be there. You know, you might not have another Tyron Matthew. Uh, you'll have a good player, but you might not have a Tyron Matthew in replacement or Demario Davis. Who's the, who's who replaces Demario Davis when he goes, I mean, Demar prior to Demario Davis, man, how instrumental and such an integral part of him, a part of the team that he's been over the several years since they signed him to come here prior to him, the saints had musical chairs at the linebacker position. We had all type of guys in that. They couldn't stay healthy. You know, you had guys that will play well and then they'll get hurt. You had some guys that just didn't look well. And prior to Demario Davis getting in there, they were, it just, it just wasn't the same. So you fortunate to get a Demario Davis that still plays at a high level. He was what he had a hundred plus sacks this past year. I want to say, if I remember correctly about him, let me see how many, uh, excuse me, tackles. How many tackles did Demario Davis have last year, fam? It was like a hundred and hold on. It was a hundred. Wasn't it a hundred plus? I'm going off my recollection here. 
How many tackles did he have last year? Let me see if I could pull up his stuff here. But I want to say, y'all help me out in the chat here. Hold on. I'm trying to see if I can pull up his stuff here. Yeah, that he was. I mean, how often you get a guy that does that for you? Hold on here. Yeah, I'm pulling them up right now. No, he has 74 tackles. Okay. Oh, no, 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 121. There you go. 121 tackles this year. They said so, uh, solo in the, yeah, you didn't combine it. saying it's solo. No, total tackles, 121 total tackles this year. Demario Davis had 121 tackles with six and a half sacks, and the guy is 35 years old. He's who they're talking about. A lot of these guys are who they're talking about. Who who replaces Demario Davis on the Saints team when he goes? Or if he if it's some slippage involved, who replaces him? Is it Pete Werner? Pete had the 93 tackles and a half a sack this year. And this is the first year Pete Werner played without getting hurt. So that's a tough question. Who replaces Demario Davis when he goes? I don't even know if that guy's on the team. But in the end, that's what kind of dude you got. Demario Davis, 121 total tackles on the year with six and a half sacks. Phenomenal. So, I mean, that's the window we have to take advantage of. And unless we get it done this year, we we, we pretty much wasting away these guys' uh, opportunities, you know? Hey, one last question before we let you go here, and, and this is important. I'm in New Orleans for the, uh, the the HBCU Legacy Bowl. The HBCU Combine was run at your facility, and the Saints have such a rich history with players, coaches, and supporting black college athletics. Even last year, you guys adding Mark Evans, the offensive lineman out of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Just what about your organizational commitment to continue to find talent on and off the field to make you guys better year in and year out. Yeah, well, look, I mean, I think I think it's really just a commitment to trying to find uh, the best people and the best players that we can find, regardless of where they come from. Uh, and I think this, uh, you know, this Legacy Bowl, and we had the, the the combine over here at the facility yesterday, where I think there was probably about, you know, fifty kids that got an opportunity to get in front of the NFL scouts. Uh, and and go through some, uh, you know, positional uh, drills or, or skill drills um, to get get their get their name and get their face in front of uh, some NFL evaluators and give them an opportunity to maybe have a, a, a chance to, uh, you know, either be drafted or signed as a free agent. Um, you know, we look football players come in, in, in all shapes, sizes, and, and areas, and backgrounds, and all those kinds of things, and, and uh, you know, we're willing to look anywhere we can to find somebody that fits our culture, that fits our program, uh, that can help us, you know, be a successful organization, win some football games. Hey, DA, man, we appreciate the support. We appreciate you taking yeah. the time with us, man. You're the best. Thank you so much. Good luck, you know, and you taking out time when you're middle of draft prep and putting the staff together. All right. He's most certainly not the best, but we do uh, understand that the Saints and credit to the Saints organization do looking high and low to find talent all over the place, whether at the big schools or the smaller schools. That's something 
where the Saints have shined a great deal and have benefited for in many different ways. I mean, we've had guys uh, from small schools that came here and made an impact. A lot of our undrafted guys, like undrafted guys, really love the Saints because they really get a serious opportunity to come here and have an opportunity to step into a starter role and earn them some, some paper. And we've seen that happen all, all over the times we look at guys coming here You'll see guys like Nephi Sewell who stepped in and did some stuff positive in the special teams game. Um, uh, so many of them. Hugo Amadi was another dude that just uh, undrafted guy that just uh, Saints give an opportunity to. He was, he had a lot of positive stuff going for him. Isaac Yidham, uh, JT Gray, who was a pro bowler. The Saints fought. Rashid Shahid is the ultimate one. You know, you talk about guys like Deontay Harris Hardy and, you know, prior to Rashid Shahid, who had a, who stepped up and did some stuff. Jawan Johnson, our starting tight end. You know, those type of guys having opportunities, man, to shine and over their counterparts. Remember, Jawan Johnson started off as a wide receiver at the back of the wide receiver room and then made a position switch, you know, a year or so later and then turned into. Uh, the tight end, he was third on the tight end depth chart when he switched from the last man in the wide receiver room to the last man in the tight end room and then worked his way up to be the starting tight end over the garbage time Adam Troutman bum that we ultimately got rid of. So, I mean, yeah, Juwan, we, th- there's always some great spots for undrafted talent who are willing to put the work in. And like I said, Rashid Shahid, Juwan Johnson, those are just two examples of very talented players that help us handle business in the city of new Orleans, man. So they, you got to give the saints credit for that in terms of them doing uh, the work to find these undrafted talented persons. So that is, so anyway, that's the end of that particular interview from Dennis Allen. Uh, And also, man, we're going to get ready to get out of here, man. So listen, shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all being in the building. Yeah, that's right, G5. That's right, sir. Carl Granderson. That's another one. That's probably one of the Rashid Shaheed, but Carl Granderson's probably, I ain't going to say the biggest success story we have here. But Carl from, you know, came from, uh, what was Carl Granderson? Uh, Wyoming. From Wyoming. Carl Granderson from Wyoming. And then, you know, what makes Carl Granderson's story special is because Carl Granderson had that issue at college. He came out, Carl Grandison got arrested and went to jail and was in jail. And then something happened with the judge. She did something inappropriate and from a legal uh, standpoint and had Carl Grandison's case overturned. He was freed. And then the Saints kept Carl. They didn't cut Carl Grandison. They held on to Carl Grandison knowing that he would be proven. And he got out of jail and was freed and then came in, been a model citizen, worked out for the Saints, and worked his way up into a big, fat contract. He's the starter of the team, making, what, $50-plus million a year, uh, uh, well, $50 million contract for Carl Grandison. He got his paper. So, I mean, listen, fam, Carl Grandison, a huge success story. Y'all remember that, man? The dude was, you know, he got some trouble in college, got accused of something happened, got put in jail. And the Saints could have cut Carl Grandison. They hung in there with him. He was proven, uh, you know, innocent. He came out, worked his way on up to the big money, got the $58 million contract or whatever it was, 30 or whatever the contract was. I forgot what it is. But, man, that was that was a hell of a story 
for Carl Granderson, man, from boy, from prison to the NFL. How about that? From jail to the NFL. Big success story, Carl Granderson, man. All right, so anyway, fam, listen, I'm going to get ready to get on on that. Listen, I appreciate you guys stopping by, man, tonight, man. Much love to the Who That Nation, man. The Saints, listen, uh, they got a lot of stuff left going on, man, as we get ready to finish up this season, man, uh, this offseason. We getting off into the offseason here. We got a lot of stuff left, a lot of draft stuff coming up. Um, as the Saints getting ready for it, they got to fill in the staff, find people for QB, QB, uh, Clint Kubiak's offense. You know, find offensive linemen, find wide receivers, find some uh, if they're going to add the backup quarterback because Jameis Winston might. Yeah, he says he wants to be here, but we'll see how it all plays, man. Very interesting. Jack says, can we just get guys that aren't in it? <laughs> can we just get guys that are NFL ready in the first two rounds? I'll draft the fridge and happy to come here because we waste the high. <laughs> that exactly. That's one way to look at it. That's true, Jack. That's true. Usually, if you're if you're undrafted guys, that's a that's a that's the another way to look at the same thing, right? And, and if your undrafted guys are shining, it's probably because your drafted guys aren't. <laughs> that's true. That's how you look at it, man. If the undrafted guys are shining, because the drafted guys aren't shining, this is true. The drafted guys, uh, Jawan Johnson beat all the drafted guy, Adam Troutman. He beat Troutman out, you know, you know, you had some, <laughs> some undrafted guys as beating the drafted guy. That is a hundred percent accurate, man. We had Nephi Sewell. He beat out Zach Bowen for the linebacker position, made Zach Bowen a sub packaged, uh, uh, pass rusher, which is what he's supposed to be. We, they knew that when Sean Payton drafted them, they knew that. So yeah, we got a, yeah. Free agency coming up, sexual battery. He made it through that, man. Carl Granderson, man, that's that was big. But anyway, yeah, a lot of stuff coming up, man. We're gonna stay on it, man. But listen, I'm uh, I'm gonna get back at y'all, man. Listen, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and I'm gonna holler at y'all on the next one. Much love, and who that take you Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. <laughs> Lose all winning, I'm a who that Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that Where we do that, where we do that Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that Boogie like this and I'm a who that Sports coma, this is where we do that Welcome, welcome, welcome Somebody please better help Running this thing like elf Thank God every day I'm not a felt Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped Marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Love like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. We're listening to the sports coma. Big Q and the guys. All right.